If you've got a few minutes to spare, it's time to get stuck into the rap. For the week ending November 22, you're listening to The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. And we start this show with a look at what feels different this week. Over in the US and the UK, it might feel like everything is cooling down. Here in Australia, it's the opposite, as the warmer season kicks in and everything heats up. And while the temperature is really hot outside, it's not the only place that matters, because it's also heating up in streaming as well. November has brought not one, but two more streaming companies, as Apple TV Plus and Disney Plus both arrived. Apple TV Plus is a little different from Netflix, Stan or Amazon, because it only has original programming right now. There are a couple of science fiction programs, a drama, plus a little bit of kids and documentary, but Apple TV Plus is largely a little bare right now. Sadly, there's not much to Apple's streaming service, at least not yet. Not like its gaming service, Apple Arcade, which has a good 100 games or so. But if you've bought an Apple phone or tablet this year, you kind of get Apple TV Plus bundled in for free. So at least its price, or lack thereof, makes up for the lack of programming in the beginning. More is coming, but it's not there right now. That's in contrast to Disney's own streaming service, which launched this week in Australia, Disney+. Plus. When the service went live on November 19, all of the Disney, Pixar and Marvel goodness on Stan disappeared, which might seem like it weakens Stan's library for the moment, yet makes Disney+, Plus really appealing. In fact, Disney appears to be going right for the jugular with Disney+, Plus, offering one of the biggest libraries for 9 bucks a month, or about 90 a year. You'll find most of the Disney theatrical and straight-to-video library, old TV shows like DuckTales and Darkwing Duck, Pixar's movies, the Marvel Universe both old and new, National Geographic and even Fox's The Simpsons. While most of that will grab the kids and possibly the big kids, one of the standout reasons to look to Disney Plus is the inclusion of the Star Wars film and TV show catalogue, with much of it in 4K. The old movies, A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi have never been in 4K until this point, and while this basically confirms that you can probably expect Ultra HD Star Wars releases next year, for now it means Star Wars in 4K can be had for a monthly fee. You'll still want a 4K TV to make the best of it, but if you do, that's a hard offer to pass up. And in line with Star Wars, there's also a new tie-in special edition phone from Samsung, with a Galaxy Note 10 Plus decked out to look like the bad guy, Kylo Ren. There is, of course, a Star Wars movie coming to theatres in December, so this is a limited edition to tie in with that. But at two grand, it's probably not going to be for everyone. There are obviously far more options in the phone world, though. While the Galaxy Note 10 Plus is a great phone, so is the iPhone 11 Pro, the iPhone 11 Pro Max, there's a good Huawei in there, you know, there are quite a lot of good phones out there, but some of them do come with seriously high prices. And these days, phones don't have to cost an arm and a leg, and lately we're seeing plenty of evidence. This week, Alcatel offered up a $300 phone with three rear cameras, a fingerprint sensor, and a pretty big 6.5-inch screen. That's coming in the Alcatel 3X, and it's proof you don't necessarily have to spend much to get quite a bit. In fact, in the past few months, we've seen similar proof from Nokia, from Motorola, from Oppo, and from the recent arrivals of Mint, Realme, and Aspira, with all of these offering handsets that won't break the bank. 
There is clearly a lot of choice, and it's everywhere, not just phones. There are additions to earphones and headphones this week, with Jabra updating the Elite 65T wireless earphones to the slightly smaller Elite 75T. Meanwhile, speaker brand Dali entered noise-cancelling headphones for a nice change. But the real competition in this area is between the Apple AirPods Pro and the Sony WF-1000XM3, both of which offer premium noise cancellation and wire-free sound for about $400. So which one is best? Well, funnily enough, it's actually a tie. While the AirPods Pro are a little more stylish and fit in with the iPhone really well, the Sony earphones offer strong sound and noise cancellation and kind of work better across both Android and iPhone. If fashion and size matter more to you and you have an iPhone, the AirPods Pro make a lot of sense. They're a little water resistant too, so they're the only ones you can really go running with. If sound is your main focus though, the Sony WF-1000XM3 kind of make more sense. Regardless of what you pick, both will sound excellent, making this show or anything else sound just as good as it possibly could. But this show is only five minutes and, well, it's also now over. So you've been listening to The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. You can find a new episode every Friday at Podcast One, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. But until then, have a great week. We'll see you next time on The Wrap. Take care. Take care.